McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Bravo. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? I live to entertain. Oh, always. Nonstop. Every day, man. All Uh I have to do is you you give me Uh a broomstick. That's my cane. You give me uh-huh. a couple of old kitchen tiles, I'll tape them to the bottoms of my feet, and I'll do a wow. dance. I am made to do a show. And you know mm-hmm. what? And, th- and I think that is the reason why every single time I go home, my mom still says the uh, sentence, uh, why can't you just be on Broadway? Because why can't you? Why can't I? Right. Why? No, honestly, why can't you? Because I'm not a good enough performer. <laughs> To get well, to Broadway. That's not true. It just It's going to take the right role, Henry Zabrowski. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. A much dumber show than last podcast on the left proper, so be prepared for that. This I am is Ben dumber. Kissel. It's dumber. This I am Ben dumber. Kissel. That is Henry Zabrowski. And you know what? Just send Henry some encouragement. I feel like he's down because he hasn't had his big Broadway debut yet. But I will say this, Henry. No one likes Broadway anyway. Broadway is for losers. Let's it's just say that. First of all, it's for losers. All right, I've we all know that. this. Um, uh-huh. I do. Are you feel calling Nathan Lane a loser, sir? A loser. Because- nobody. Nobody oh, wow. loser. Wow. I- do believe that, yes, I did lose Dr. Robotnik to Jim Carrey sure. in the new Son of the Hedgehog movie. Sure, uh-huh. I get it. His cachet. If you look uh-huh. at his IMDb rating, I'm certain it is leagues beyond mine. Sure, yes. However, mm-hmm. stage show, this guy. Right. I'm floating above you. Smell my feet, Mr. Hedgehog. Smell my feet. <laughs> like, I can do that. Collect your yeah. rings. Your filtered little rings. Oh, uh, why do you collect your rings? You'll never be married. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, no Mr. one loves Zabrowski. you. That's Mr. Zabrowski, wonderful audition. Now, none of those words were actually in the song. Uh, is it possible that you didn't read the script at all? Hey, uh, Mr. Producer, you see what I have here in my pocket? That is a pair of scissors. It's a pair of scissors. Hey, that's what we're going to do, right? Uh-oh. I'm going to be Dr. Robotnik on Broadway. And if not, these scissors going to take off your clothes first with snips. Uh-oh. Can you, that's can not you hear good. it? The effects Ooh. of it? I don't what think that you will can be like as I'm cutting. You can't hear. You can't hear the snipping. Snip, no, you're snip, like one of these conservatives. Pro, one of these conservatives protesting Nike. You're going to do that to the director, though. Oh, so brave. Oh, They're so, so brave. brave. They're but burning gonna, shoes. I'll cut off their pants. I'll cut off their shirt. Then I'll play with their nipples. A little red and irritated. 
Well, that actually might get you the job. Yeah, absolutely. See? I think that's how Nathan Lane did get his first job on Broadway, as a matter of fact. You get down on those knees and you suck that dick and you lick oh, those balls right. until Thank they you. fucking shoot. Very, very, you just lost the job. Now you managed to lose the job. You got the job and lost the job in 25 seconds. I think that you could be a lead on Broadway if you can fit a whole dick and balls inside oh, of your mouth. All right. Very good. Okay, we got a bunch of fun stories to get to today. We BTK, really the most annoying of all the serial killers, he's back in the news, gave a little press conference. I know Henry has that story. We're going to get to that a little bit later on. We got another interesting story coming out. I believe it's Oklahoma where a dude, young man, he killed five family members. We're going to talk about that. And also, I have an interesting pug story that's kind of sad that we can get to as well. Which one do we want to start out with, Henry? We also got the headless guy. I feel like we should start with BTK just because it's real quick. All right. There's an update recently. So basically what turns out is that BTK, there's a long lost confession to a reporter that he gave right after his arrest that's going to be coming yes. out. And there's a new documentary that's being made. I know Lifetime's doing Snapped, the origins of BTK. And then right. there's another documentary coming out about him. So there's going to be new footage coming out about BTK and shit that he said. And there's a couple of things that he said that were very interesting and also just annoying. Oh, so, but why, I'm, this is the thing that is a little bit annoying. Uh, the name of the documentary is going to be Snapped, Notorious BTK Killer. Once again, Notorious has some sort of like Conor McGregor, like maybe he's a cool guy vibe. He is not a cool guy. He's Notorious. Of all, he's, yes, exactly. And Snapped, he didn't snap. This wasn't an, this wasn't a uh, an angry wife who all of a sudden just hit her husband over the head with a frying pan. He was doing this for thirty years. He never he was never put together enough in the first place to even snap. He was yes. always snapped. Yes, they are incorrect. I why, I'm with oh, you. I believe they're completely incorrect. I don't really understand uh, why you'd call it snapped. No. They are giving him the attention that he craves. Yes. He said this afterwards. So in these these statements, basically he said number one. A demon crawled into me, and that's why I did it. And oh, not serious. Un- it, was, it was a demon inside of him. Ugh. Can you imagine unlucky. his hole <laughs> Yeah. It's an unlucky day to be a demon and be like, what was that, Satan? Oh, you wanted me to crawl into that heavy set with Midwestern man's butt yeah. and, and do what? Yeah, buddy, yeah. Oh, man. You just got pumped. <laughs> Satan's oh. Ashton Kutcher, huh? Uh, but they go, and they did... Uh, so, he... He confessed to additional like parts of his crimes. Yes. He said that he said that he had a lot of feelings for his victims. Ugh. Um and that he did it for the high of the hunt and yes. the getting the trophy. What a piece of shit. He then did mm-hmm. um, he said a statement that he um he did it to be famous. Right. He wa- and, and he wanted to, to be a famous serial killer. And of course, inevitably, for those that listen to our BTK series, that was his inevitable downfall. No one was talking about him for too long, so he had to send a floppy disk to Cake News. And that is who he gave this interview with. This is way back in 2000. And Cake believe, News? Cake News. K-A-K-E. Oh, is that what, like That's with the, the guy from um, Zubo's Just Desserts? The guy from the Australian Fancy Dessert Show? Or the other no. guy from, cra- I think it's Crazy Sweet or Sweet sweet Genius? No, this, mm. is not, this is not a Cake Boss episode. This has nothing to do with, with, with food. It just happens to be K-A-K-E TV, Cake News. Interesting. Yes. Uh, so this was on July 2nd in 2005, way back in the day. He sat down with reporter Larry Hatberg, and this is where he gave a now newly uh, uncovered 
uh, interview, he says, uh, this is what he says in the documentary, and I think you're just going to hate this. He says, how could a guy like me, church member, raised raised a family, go out and do those sorts of things? I want the people of Sedgwick County, the United States, and the world to know that I am a serial killer. It's the dark side of me. He's such a bragging piece of shit. He acts him. like he's fucking Batman. I hate him so much. But then he other he did say what well, what is an interesting reveal is that he had one murder left plan. Yes. Then now what is this? He was stalking a woman. He had identified the the victim and then what he said he was going to do, he was going to do a series of tortures which we don't know what it was yet. And then he was going to hang her upside down oh and God. then his pièce de résistance he was going to set the house on fire using propane tanks. And it was going Jeez. to be his statement to the world and it was going to be over. It's something about What's the what's the statement? What is the statement, Dennis? It's just he's being a real Lars von Trier. <laughs> he thinks his work is way more important than it is. All of this, it's very interesting that if you look at it, that now he's like largely, people don't really go into the intricacies of his crimes like no. they do with Charles Manson or Ted Bundy, which is interesting about how he put so much time and energy into making yeah. each one of these layered crime scenes that are supposed to tell a story about his right. erotic dark side, but no one sure. reads about it. No, I mean, of course, Only let's not us. forget, uh, of course, let's not forget as well his erotic dark side, but then also his horrible, horrible sense of humor, where after I believe it was he murdered an elderly woman, I believe he ate a bowl of cereal to give the impression that, get it? He's a serial killer. I hate he him. He is horrible. Also, everyone, you know, when we say we don't have any sympathy whatsoever for Dennis Rader, we have very little sympathy for any serial killer that we cover, never be a serial killer, but he had a great life. He talks about how his father was strict but never cruel. Ugh. And then he talks about how his dad worked long hours, but he always got along really well with his dad. But he didn't like his mom. And he said, my mom was always quite happy. I've always loved her. I still love her greatly. But I did have a little a little bit of a grudge against mama. That's his words, which is disgusting. And the reason he had a grudge was because she would read books and watch television and not pay enough attention to him. That's his big gripe. He just should have been shot in the head as a boy. But how do you choose which kid to murder? You, you know what I mean? Not, you don't know. I know. You don't, don't know. know. It's not Look look what happened to Bruce Willis in the movie Looper. He's out there killing so many innocent kids. Not good. Looper. Looper, is it, great movie. Is it controversial to say like just wipe out one in 5 kids? Well, I think that makes you now the serial killer. Unless I'm a part of the government, then it's law. Well, we that's kind of we just take a shot at it, and one of five kids, we all just go like, "All right, like if it's you, you just go, oh, you got me." The kid right. goes away, but you do it before you get real attached. You do it as soon as they come out, and then I'm, you kind of weed them out one by one. I don't know if that's uh, that's some form of um, I'm saying a t- form of cruel fascism that will then be yes. uh, leading into the future that will eventually be the truth because I've just said it like a butterfly effect. It's possible. I think that it's a problematic point, but nonetheless, I understand if you can, if they, if you were one hundred percent accurate in all of your in your assessment of everyone that you killed, then I guess theoretically, then you're a lifesaver. I don't know how it works. I don't know but how no, it works. I don't want to know necessarily. I don't really want to do that. But it's you just think about fun ideas and you let it just kind of see what happens inside of your brain. 
Well, this is according to BTK from himself. This was he. This was him in grade school. He says, I would say probably even when I was in grade school, I sort of had some problems. I would say so. He said, uh, sexual fantasies probably more than normal. All males probably go through some sexual fan- fantasy. Mine was just weirder, weirder than the other people. That's oh, one yeah? way to put his sexual weird. I would say BTK, he's weird. Ugh, I just want him to go away. Now that this came out about, like, all right, we got, we had to cover it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, I want to go through this. But now it's time for BTK to just go away. They keep trying to pull out these crimes again. But it's interesting because you, it's because he wants it so bad. So bad. He'll so never bad. get it. He'll never get the type of uh, infamy that he wants. He'll never no. be on shirts. He'll never be like a Richard Ramirez or these rock star, quote unquote, rock star serial killers that people like sexually fantasize about. You're sure. nothing, dude. You're literally well, that- just a weird old man. And to your point earlier, uh, Henry, he did say that in 1971, so that's when he married Paula Dates, and then they had the kids. But apparently his fascination with the Manson family was one of the things that sort of like, I don't know if it pushed him into serial killing. I think nothing pushed him. He would have done it no matter what. No. But he was fascinated with the, with the fame concept. No. Uh, we we all were into serial killers, and we just became comedians. All right, right, that's right. It. So many people, our entire fan base, are people that read about the Manson family murders when they were yeah. kids. You can totally read about serial killers and be fine. He's just he's just right. trying to be like, look how interesting I am. He is just such a psychopath that he took being a serial killer as a career move. <laughs> like he took it as made like, a lot of money off of it. This but. is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going mm-hmm. to do with my life. You know, if you love what you're doing, it's you're never working. It's it, never you never working. have a job if you love what you're doing. But I do. But don't you feel that now that we're doing what we love that it does actually it does still feel like working, but it's fun. Yeah, it's an immense amount of stress and immense amount of a lot of pressure, but it is fun, and we're very fortunate to be speaking with all of you right now, and we all love you so much. Hail yourself. Good. But when it comes to – thank you. When it comes to BTK, you know, I mean, I really do blame – I blame the culture, and I blame Rolling Stone for putting Manson on the cover. He saw that. I think that was in 76, something like that. It's like that's what happened. All of a sudden, Manson was bigger than – literally bigger than Charles Manson because he's very tiny, but his whole narrative got blown so far out into the atmosphere or the, uh, I don't even know what, what am I thinking about in the, uh, into the, uh, stratosphere. What? He thought he was, he, yeah, Ma- Manson was bigger than life and well, yeah. DK wanted to be bigger than life. So he thought he could be like Charles Manson. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going right. to get it. Never going 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 to get it. Never get it. I love In Vogue. Whatever I, happened to In Vogue? I love In Vogue. Actually, they were um, at uh, the Sands Resort when we were passing, when we were driving from Phoenix really? to uh, Los Angeles. They are performing <laughs> over there. Yeah. I missed that. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to have, I can't wait for Casino, Henry, and Ben. Oh, it's, it's going to be so great. But like, I'm, we're not doing a meet and greet, but you can see me at the slot machines. I'll be playing the Johnny Cash slot machine, <laughs> which, by the wait. way, in Atlantic City, I lost $300 to Mr. Johnny Cash. I know he's dead. RIP and he had nothing to do with it but I trusted the machine a little bit more than the other machines and he took me for a ride I tell you what I went to the one that had a little girl on it that looked like JonBenet Ramsey put in $20 <laughs> won $200 really yeah wow golden touch all right so that is uh that's basically the update on BTK he's 73 years old now 
uh, just get out. Just get out of this earth. Get fucking off of this earth. At off some yourself. Point. Can't just somebody go and fucking bash his brains in when we, in the jail and the gym or whatever. I'm certain that he keeps himself Dude, very private. We know that I'm if sure. you have, if you want to write letters to him, you have to fill out a form. Like oh, you have to yes. go, and he wants to know all of this shit about you, till yep. your age, your hobbies, where you live, like all of this shit. He's a fucking ugh. Yeah. And then he has to approve you. The audacity of this man who used to do the do the Buffalo Bill in the mirror, tucking everything, killing everyone, killed two children, by the way, has to approve you to speak with him. Yeah. That he's is a real, pathetic. He's a real Corey Feldman. He he's he's a highfalutin. That's Corey what Feldman say. gives a very interesting performance in the film Corbin Ma- Corbin Nash on Netflix. All right. Well, you have very to check that out. Interesting performance. <laughs> uh, so maybe All that'll right. segue right into this Oklahoma teen who actually murdered for the same exact reasons. Well, sure, we can do the Oklahoma teen. So this kid, he's going to serve five life terms in prison, which dare I say, you really only need to serve the one. But nonetheless, they but give it's him a five. Principle. I, I know it's the principal. He brutally murdered his mom, his dad, and his two younger brothers and his sister. This was way back in 2015. The guy's name is Michael Bever. He was 16 years old at the time, and evidently he was homeschooled. He says he was abused. His parents never let him go outside and play with the other kids. He was a real Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, although he wasn't rejected from playing with the other kids because the other kids didn't want to play with him. His parents didn't let him play with any other anyone else. So that it was the motivation for him killing his entire family there. I say he went a little bit overboard. I think he went overboard. He went I'm just going to say that. But they did it in turn with his younger, his older brother. Right. And they're saying that apparently they're trying to all flip it to saying that the older brother manipulated him and killing the family. But the reason why I thought the story was interesting was because, they, first of all, they said it was like, oh, yeah, it's because, you know, they were beating us. But it's like, no, they were homeschooled. So, I mean, they were a little strange, but they were fine. Right. You know what I mean? Like they were just, they just, and the parents are super strict. But the seemed the secondary reason they kind of floated out is that the two of them said that the together they were hoping to murder 50 people and they really wanted their own Wikipedia page. This is another thing that ties back to BTK and Manson. Their own Wikipedia page, just make one. I mean, is it that difficult? I mean, I don't have a Wikipedia page, so maybe it's almost impossible to get one. But what a strange juvenile motivation to murder your family and and want to murder 45 more people. I can definitely make you a Wikipedia page. Like I can make you one. It's putting the work in to do it, which I can do. (laughs) But it's like a part of it is that I'm also like you don't want me doing it. No, I definitely don't. I would prefer a fan who really has my best interest in mind. No, I would, would just I would have an interest sort of I would have an interest yeah, in Yeah, you would mind. have an interest in public embarrassment and lies such as Bud Light Lime. You might throw that lie out there once again and solidify it in a Wikipedia page. I have proof. Uh, I have, no, you don't I have, have a bit proof. of a bomb. No, shot. honestly, what happened was I was speaking with Brooke about it. She went through a Bud Light Lime phase. I said it was nope. Jackie a couple of weeks. It was Brooke. Nope. So you saw Brooke drinking. We're together all the time. You put me, and I don't even know what that says about you, but you, you blurred us together. And then you know what that's the sound what of this is? You know what the sound is? It's you flip-flopping on your big bear belly. Oh, my. Flip-flopping, flip-flopping. <laughs> stripping, you're shifting back and forth. The story's changing all not, the time. What's truth you and what's swift not boat true? me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're swift boating. Uh huh. That's what you're doing. That's what this is. I've got proof, and we're gonna see it one day. I'm waiting just until you're at your Uh lowest. I'm gonna get your lowest, and you're the very bottom, and then I'll reveal what I have in store. I'll I'll Uh reveal it. Well, I think you missed it. I think I've been at my lowest already. So there you go, buddy. You missed your chance. And also, you're just waiting until you get mildly okay at Photoshop, and then you're going to have your big Oswald-like reveal, 
and it's going to be so obvious the shadow isn't right. It's going to be pathetic. No, and dude. I will have to have my own Kevin Costner defend me in the court of law. I would pay upwards of several thousand dollars of getting one of those like <laughs> fake videos. Like now they're faking that like they could put your face and make it say yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you want. Like just you in a hotel late at night, all hammer going like. But Lilam is the only thing between this world and chaos. Like something, something like that. Where it's just you just fucking drinking and alone. Uh, so his older brother, Michael, he got uh, he got 253 years according to Oklahoma law. And he must serve at least 85% of his sentence of 253 years. So I think it's safe, safe to say uh, Michael and... Um, Michael and Robert. Michael Michael was the 16-year-old. Robert was the older brother. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say they will never be getting out. But if you look at the picture of this kid, he reminds me of the kid from I Am a Killer, which is a fairly good Netflix documentary. The guy who goes in to rob the store, the yes. jewelry store, after his friend, after his lady friend took all of her boyfriend's coke, and then they were like, oh, shit. And then the guy was like, go rob this bank or go rob this store, uh, this jewelry store. And then anyway, long story short, a murder occurs. But he was like a baby. He looks like a 10-year-old. And that's what this guy, Michael Beaver, Bever, looks like too. He's kind of fucked, to be honest. You look at him, and he's kind of got a Dylan Roof kind of uh, energy going. Not Dylan. Yeah, right? Dylan Roof. Well, Dylan Roof is the one who shot up the church. In, he looks in, uh, like him, South Carolina, and then, and yeah. then he's got a Dylan Klebold energy. Bad name, Dylan. Yeah, maybe it is a bad name. It's a bad uh, name, Bob Dylan. But Bob is actually the first name, so Dylan is a last name. Okay, Dylan is a first name. Be careful, and maybe you don't have any guns in the house. Gay man, hey, just don't have any guns in the house, and also make a kid either believe themselves or so not believe themselves that they won't kill everybody else. So, so what I would say is it's, it's a combination of both. It's encouragement, mm-hmm. but then it's also every once in a while being like, you don't have the guts to kill anybody. And make sure you, you throw that in every once in a while so, so they believe that. Right. Well, that might backfire, though, because some people at a certain age take dares very seriously. And they say, well, I was dared to do it. And then that's why someone just went up and shot up a one potato, two potato at some center point mall. Yes, that's true. I, that I can see. But also at the same time, if we install my plan of one in five children are gone away or put away. That's one nice way to put it. Yeah. What they do is that then they just know that every day they'll live a life of how lucky I am. That I won the lottery. You so are, you want everybody's a lottery winner. So it's a public. You, you want these executions to be public as sort of a lesson for the other children. I. It would be kind of maybe interesting that if you could be at the maternity ward and there was like a kiosk kind of thing where people could vote and which baby goes down the chute. Oh, I see. Like a like a perverted uh, uh, mall Santa Claus. Like yes. from a Christmas story. These. I'm just uh, ho, spitballing. Ho ho. Oh, yes. Well, it's it's controversial. I'm spitballing. If I was a part of a think tank, yes, I would just Mm. be one of the guys. But you need a guy like me on the think tank because I'm the one with the most extreme view. And then they can all see where they've got to go to get towards the middle. Right. Yeah. You want to be the thing that people don't want to be. Yeah. That's perfect. But that's that's my role in life. I don't know. People like maybe a Karl Rove type might just take your opinions very seriously and enact them as actual policy. Well, that's where and, we're at uh, right now with the actual kids. We're actually at that point now with the yeah, government. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to this story. Now, this is the, it's not the saddest story because it doesn't involve a human death. But I think it's the saddest story 
uh, in some ways because it involves the death of a pug, an adorable yeah. pug. As I'm well. actually even kind of we feeling weird about doing this story because it is about the murder of a dog. But it's sad that we just openly talked about BTK for 20 minutes and I felt nothing. Well, I you can't. Ugh, he's he's not to feel anything. We feel for his victims, but he is such an overshadowing dark cloud of douchiness that it's hard to focus on anything else. Popped him uh, in the head. Yep. So two men. Now these are Maine men. For Maine, of course, perhaps they're related to Stephen King. Perhaps not. They are accused of killing a six-year-old pug mix after kidnapping them from their former boss. This happened on Tuesday morning. A fellow named Nathan Burke, who is 37, and Justin Chipman, who is 22, turned themselves into the Hancock County Jail after warrants were issued for their arrest. Both formerly worked as stern men on the dog's owner's fishing boat. And the owner tells people he considered both of them friends. Well, not friends don't kill your dog. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say it proud. I'm going to say it clear. Friends don't kill other friends' dogs. What do stern men do on a boat? Do they just sit there being like, stop laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's know. dancing. Stop dancing. Tell those girls to put their shirts back on. We don't like it. <laughs> I Is want it a like dry that? t-shirt contest. Yes. Why can't we ever have a dry t-shirt contest? Just on the, the, <laughs> the merits of the shirts that they are wearing. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah, if someone knows, please let us know what a stern men, what stern men do on a fishing boat. I watched uh, Wicked Tuna. I watched one episode of that. I don't understand, but they didn't cover what stern men were. So Is Wicked no Tuna like the world's most dangerous job? Kind of, it's they they they're fishermen, and then they get tuna, and I don't know why it's called wicked wicked tuna. They're not even from Boston, I don't believe. And they're like, oh, that's a wicked tuna. I don't know why it's just called wicked tuna, and it really it implies that the tuna has some emotional Evil. value. That it yeah. Is, yeah, but the tuna is just tuna. Um, it's pleasant tuna. If anything, they look relatively nice as animals. Uh, big, but nice. We're overfishing them. Is what we're doing. We are definitely. But yeah, the I other know, I, question is, do you ever see the other one where it's the truck on the ice road and the show is ice called like, Ice Drivers? Yeah, is it called Ice Road yeah. Truckers? <laughs> it's literally called Ice Road Truckers. And then the truckers are like, well, that's a big patch of ice. Better drive over it. Better like, drive maybe you over it. <laughs> one person, as a matter of fact, I believe that show has a death. And I think Wicked Tuna also has a death. There are These reality shows are killing people because I'm sure folks are like, they would have stopped, but the camera's on them, and they got to be an ice road trucker star. So they drive up a very sharp mountain, very steep mountain, when they shouldn't be. Um, and what's the rest of the show? Is it just about salt? I guess so. They don't have the ice salt truckers uh, or the yeah the 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 salt truck drivers. That, I think that's a really boring show. Yeah, they, that they, sounds terrible. Yeah, it's just a guy going spreading salt, make sure the ice <laughs> is defeated. Ice is Ooh. our enemy, and every day we fight it with the secret weapon that can only defeat ice, besides warmer weather, and salt. <laughs> yes, maybe if we move to a southerner state or a lower lower area or a warmer area, we wouldn't have to deal with ice, but right. we do, and we fight it with salt, or Thank we God. wait until it's June, and then <laughs> what do we do then? We take the salt and... We put it on a piece of corn. Ooh, I love that. Cook it up. I've been watching. I've been my favorite Instagram follow has been steak videos at steak videos, and there's a lot of pepper and a lot of salting going on. Anyway, back to this story. Were you talking the about suspects, Salt Bay? Salt. So, what's Salt Bay? 
It's a guy that has sunglasses on who put salt on uh, the thing, and it became very big on the internet. God, we have never made the right choice. We have never figured out how to... You just crack the internet by having something so simple, so stupid, and so universal as salt, That's that it. then you can be a multimillionaire. Yes. Anyway. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so the suspects in this pug napping slash murder, they were charged with burglary, aggravated cruelty to animals, aggravated criminal mischief, unauthorized use of property, and theft by unauthorized taking or transfer. They were being held in lieu of a $5,000 bail. This is according to the uh, Winter Harbor Police Chief Danny Mitchell Jr. He says people around here are outraged. People around here are outraged that the type of crime, that this type of crime has been committed. The family pet was taken from the safety of his own home, killed and dumped in the water, wrapped in plastic. My goal is to get this wrapped up and get closure for the family. So the question here is, why did they kill the dog? According to Frankie, that's the name of the dog, his owner, Philip Tory, he said that Justin had also has a dog, and apparently um, their dogs, this is according to the owner, he says, Justin's dog ran in and Frankie went after him. We had to break them up. They weigh less than 30 pounds each, so it wasn't hard, but Justin was pretty mad. So the working theory is that Justin was so mad that little Frankie the dog attacked his dog that then he murdered Frankie the dog. That's you gotta not- let dogs settle their own beef. Dogs have their own wars. We can't yes. be involved in the dog wars. Mm-hmm. We can't go and settle it with capital punishment. It's just dogs. Dogs <laughs> actually, a lot of times when they're fighting, it's playing. You have to look at their tails. If their tails are wagging, then they're not fighting. They're playing. And sometimes sure. it's aggressive because that's how dogs are. You don't Toy just kill them. No, you do not kill them. It's also, you get your dog and you bring them over there and you say, all right, you guys want to have at it? Have at it. And I guess, or you just leave them alone because they're dogs and they're just playing around as Henry just said. It's just dogs. I was walking down the street the other day 
and I was I was by I wasn't walking Wendy I was just walking and I saw these three dogs and they were going crazy right I was a little stoned so I was like sure. I want to make friends with the dogs they was walking them so I kind of like got down like you know do the thing where I show them the back of my hands and like try mm-hmm. to squat one of the dogs went so crazy it jumped up and it bit me on the meat right next to my fucking dick like oh, right up here like careful. it bit me up in the top <laughs> the soft top of my thigh like just Uh-oh. missed the head of my penis and, but i didn't file charges i didn't kill this dog which is no. like if it had bit my cock i <laughs> technically would have a legal <laughs> i think legal you would way. now you probably do now but i say unless you are like unless you need a new face Unless that's how bad the mauling is. Oh, yes, Dogs are dogs. Leave the dogs alone. Well, yeah, if um, you chewed the top of my dick off, <laughs> there'd be a lot of... I'd have to do a, what I'd like to call an overcorrection. Right. Now, I mean, was the owner... I would say if the owner is like, yeah, that's right, boy. Yes, you know. Yeah, 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 then, yeah then Always biting dicks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trained him perfectly. And then you realize the owner actually has like a little hot dog uh, in the middle of his genitalia <laughs> to sort of train the dog how to attack... <laughs> Uh, certain strangers at that part of their body. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, sound very good. Yeah, it's just him hanging a sausage out of his fly all day. Like, get it, get it, get it, boy, get it. And, like, ah. and then every once in a while, he's like, nah, just lick it. Oh, no. <laughs> so this is what this is what Tori, he wrote this on his Facebook. Again, he is the father of the victim, the pug. Uh, he wrote on Facebook that the crime had been committed by, quote, by an enemy that had a vendetta. Maybe I could wrap my brain around it better, but not by two guys I considered friends. So basically, he's just like, these guys weren't even my enemies. I just don't understand. I'm going to say, buddy, they weren't your friends. And they sound like they were probably horrible employees as well. Yeah, they killed your fucking dog. That's just yeah. a, that's when the friendship stops. Absolutely. I will say, like, for me, I mean, obviously, I, you know, we we are very close friends, very best friends. We're close, sure. But if you kill Wendy, it's gonna be a really hard road back. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to get you another dog, and then it would have to look exactly like Wendy. Is We'd that how that Wendy. works? Honestly, sometimes, and this is a strange thing, and I want to hear the audience's thoughts on this. DM me at Ben Kissel one on Instagram. I don't like it when people get the same dog over and over and over again and give it the same name. That's weird. People, Yeah, they do this sometimes, and I don't think you treat – you've got to go through the mourning process and each treat, treat each dog like an individual. That's what I say. Well, just get different dogs. I plan to have get many dogs. dogs. Yeah, but it's yes. like – I mean, I'll probably will get more chihuahuas because I like them now. Love chihuahuas. I'll kiss yes. their little feet and I'll play with their little butts. Not sexually, but I'll no, squeeze on their butts. I hope you're not like the the evil character from the movie Dirty Work, where they're like, I think he's, he's definitely touching that dog. Um, but Tori now, because the outreach was so nice, he says he's been touched and his re- and his faith in humanity has been restored. And Frankie, little Frankie, even inspired a hashtag on social media, so you know it's real. Hashtag justice for Frankie. And then he says our community and the family need a sense of closure for this, and they need some sort of resolution. And it looks like they got it because the culprits are behind bars. Good All right. Lord. All right. Well, good. At least they got the motherfuckers. This next yes. story I want to talk about real quick, which is about a headless body in a fish tank. You know, people, what the heck is going on here? It was in San Francisco. A guy, a Brian Egg, a man that people said was a, uh, a San Francisco eccentric, which means he didn't have a cell phone. Which is uh, they oh, said that they, so they said oh, a conversion. That's that's how they were all like he didn't have a cell phone. And like he's just a guy. He's just an old guy. But essentially, right. he disappeared sometime around June. He had friends. 
close friends in the neighborhood, an actor named Scott Free, which is funny, okay. who does stand up as a character that he does drag in in, uh, in drag as a character called Pippi Longstocking. Okay. And he does these. He does all of this. I believe it's Pippi Longstocking. Yes, Pippi loves stocking. Oh, Scott yeah, Free. I was going to say you got to have a you yes. got to have a pun in there. Yeah. Yes. So Scott Free, who performs in drag and does stand up as Pippi all Longstocking, right. does a uh, he noticed that that his friend like this very good whatever is what they say curmudgeon slash right. eccentric man went missing who used to just let drifters live in his house which sounds oh, like well, that's, he, he can't did, be that much of a curmudgeon if he lets drifters live in his house well they were mostly male and he used to work for a uh, a uh, he was a bartender Brian Egg was a okay. bartender for a long standing gay bar in San Francisco I believe called Stud and it, what he would do is that people, I mean he just kind of like He'd have dudes over the house, and sure. guys would come and stay with him for various lengths of time, and he would open his house to—it started turning into drifters. He had stopped okay. working for a very long time and was just kind of living off of various uh, homeless uh, uh, resources where he would kind go and eat free system. lunch. Yeah, he would okay. do kind of stuff like that. But the way that they knew, so essentially he la- he disappeared. They didn't see okay. him for a long time walking his dog. Lucky was this puffy little dog. Oh. And they noticed a bunch of soapy water started coming out of his front door. And then oh. a company, which you can just hire, this thing that just showed up. They noticed, they thought that something was really wrong when guys that they did not recognize were just kind of upside of like outside of their house, okay. right, outside of his house. A truck from a company called Aftermath Services showed up. Which Aftermath is, Services? Is that solely to clean up? bodies after you murder them yes i mean this is obviously there's a there's a television show in here somewhere which which should be done i've heard a little bit about this but these are really like if you have somebody die in your home yeah and like there are practical things that nobody really talks about and part of it is like what happens if you like awful scenario somebody breaks in your house you have a gun you shoot them they're dead in your house the investigation's right. now over you then have to go and hire a service that a lot of times their jobs are <laughs> do these what they call bio cleanups right so right right when scott free saw this truck show up he was like there's something fucking awful going on they call the cops show up uh-huh. and they they're like well let's go in there they go and see the house and then they find in a fish tank inside the uh-huh. house that was hidden in a room a decapitated body that's hands were also missing covered Ooh. in cleaning fluid so they go and they they assume that it's Brian Egg but they don't know for sure but it's this, it's a fucked up story and the two people just living there they just moved into his house murdered uh-huh. him took over his whole life took his credit cards started buying shit on his credit cards and then just acting like they were him Real okay, so yeah, the uh, the police haven't released what kind of liquid was in the tank quite yet. It seems like a cleaning supplies. Yeah, they arrested two dudes uh, who had been neighbors, uh, who neighbors said they had seen at the home around that time. One of them, Lance Silva, thirty nine years old, he was charged in court documents using Egg's credit card to order the crime scene cleanup van and buy a used BMW. Yeah, for five thousand dollars. Oh yeah, man, so living he, it up. So he financed the cleaning up with the with the dude's credit card and then then went the bmw route i guess i mean he's that's i'm kind of have the same plan we're going to get rid of natalie's car and i want to buy a used fancy car because that's you get the fancy car that you like but not for the prices that a fancy car normally holds 
Uh-huh. You see, it's smart. It's, but it's just a very fucked up crime. And mostly it's what's sad about Weird. it is that it was just kind of this generous dude that was super eccentric because you can't, he won't text. And he uh, got taken advantage of by right. a bunch of dudes that then came in and fucking beheaded you. And it shows you mm. got to just stop letting people. No more guests. No more guests. We've seen it time and time and time again. What guests can do wasn't Sinbad house guest. Well, uh, well you say that. Uh, you know what? And yes, he may have caused a bit of chaos when he arrived. He did. He but did. in the end, his love and his laughter. He brought the family together in a way that they never mm-hmm. really understood before, and they never looked at each other. And they said, "Hey, why don't we kick off our shoes for a little bit and relax?" Right. Yeah, there, there was a whole run of movies in the mid-90s where it's like, yes, I've broken into your home. Yes, I'm a con man. But aren't you happy your parents stayed together? See? And it's really quite bizarre. Did you see? But- well, no, there were so many. Mrs. Doubtfire is the story yes. of a deeply disturbed individual right, that went right. as far as to wear fake tits mm-hmm. in your own family's home. He almost fucked that bus driver. No. You remember that part? When he yeah. says something like, uh, the simple lady like you going home alone. There was a second there where Robin Williams was going to sit on that man's lap and let him come into his fucking, his big, oh. thick pantyhose well, just I to keep know. the ruse going from his family. Well, I think they edited that part out of the movie to keep it a family-friendly film. So the police, they originally arrested, they arrested the two dudes, two guys on charge. The other guy was named Robert McCaffrey. They were arrested on charges of homicide, fraud, theft, identity theft, and elder abuse charges. But now these charges were dropped. Silva, the one forementioned, he remains in custody on a parole violation from a previous fraud case. But the second dude, Robert McCaffrey, was released. So how, I don't fully understand. They don't seem like it's, uh, they're safe, really. It seems like San Francisco now has two people who have beheaded someone, or well, one person uh, is now on the streets who beheaded someone. It definitely seems like something else will come out in terms of what was the, they must have, I guess, have some sort of proof that it was consensual. Not like uh-huh. the, just the, the occupying of the house was consensual. Like them being there was, because I'm certain it was. I'm certain that he did say, hey, you can stay here. And then right. now they have to piece together how do we make sure we prove that this body that's now essentially been boiled in bleach, you guys right. made it. And it, I don't know why this is, it doesn't really mean anything, but this is just the facts. Egg was going to be 66 years old, and his birthday was uh, on September, or will be on September 11th. So uh, that's got to be a horrible day to have a birthday, that's all I'm going to say. I don't know, the like, opposite in a way. You I feel cannot like at this point, legally celebrate. You I cannot be happy on September 11th. It's starting to turn. <laughs> it's starting to turn. We're going to be getting barbecues on September 11th in 10 years. All right, I could. I Ten can years, see that. it's going to be a national holiday. We'll be having barbecues. You'll be loving. We'll be giving each other gifts, but I, they have well, to be delivered via paper airplane, which is a very, very not sensitive. That's not sensitive. That's not nice. Not um, at all. Speaking of all right. what I will say, speaking of ultra sensitive, we could talk for a hot second. Is that it? Is Elliot Smith's the? It's what it was the? It's the twentieth. It's his mm. birthday this week. No, it was, his birthday was last month, but uh, I was looking into his autopsy reports because happy birthday, Elliot Smith. I don't know too much about it. Obviously, I know he's a musician. I've heard some of his music, and he was very sad and he committed suicide. I mean, he was sad. But do you know that his first name was Stephen? Elliot Stephen Smith? Paul Smith. Stephen yeah. Paul Smith. Well, how'd they, how'd they get to Elliot? Elliot was just something he came up with. And apparently he was mercilessly mocked for it at school. Well, it's because he said... Well, it's not a nickname. 
It's just a different name. He walked into, he yes, he kept his sadness was both real and also, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Don't Uh-oh. attack me for this. Uh-oh. It was a little, he also wore it like armor as well. And mm. because he didn't want to go as Steve Smith, because he said that sounded like being a jock. So the uh, Elliot Smith made him sound more sensitive. I don't, I don't. It's weird when you walk into school and you're just like, I'm Elliot now. But everyone's like, your name is Steve. And Elliot's not a derivative of Steve. It's, I don't know if you can just do You can do whatever you, you want. You do whatever you want. I, don't, I, I mean, I, but I also think your friends also have a right to be like, so now you're Elliot. But there's a uh, lot of talk what's going about on? whether or not his, his death was a suicide or a murder. There's a lot of people oh. who try to f- put it onto his final girlfriend, Jennifer Chiba, that was he was helping her band at the time. And there's some, there, apparently they had a horrible fight the day that he was, that the, his death occurred. And there's some people saying that, number one, he owed 20 Gs to the fucking Mexican Uh-oh. cartels, which Ooh. seems kind of far off. And there's another view that Jennifer Chiba herself murdered him, which I also think is very intense to say. So let, let me let me just set the scene. Okay. October 21st, around 1 p.m., Echo Park in Los Angeles. What year are we talking here? 2003. Okay. Elliot Smith and Jennifer Chiba in their apartment in Echo Park. They start having an argument. The argument apparently is Jennifer Chiba recently had a DUI mm. and was trying to get a ride to her therapist appointment. And that apparently set everything off in motion. They start yelling and screaming at each other. Jennifer Chiba runs to the bathroom and locks the door. Elliot Smith is pounding on the door to let her in. He's crying. Hmm. Uh, About five to ten minutes later, she hears a scream and a thud. She opens the door. She finds Elliot laying on the the floor with two plunging wounds in his chest. So that's what happened? And in one of of the wounds was the knife uh, still in his chest. Ooh. So she uh, rips the knife out of his chest. Oh, maybe not the right idea. And calls 911, and she performs CPR. The cops show up. Uh, they take him away. 20 minutes later, he dies of exsanguination, which it, is uh, no more blood. Yeah, he bled all that's of his nice blood out. saying no more blood. That's weird to me. I, I don't know. She might have gotten off a little easy here. I'm not saying that she did anything. I don't know, but I feel like cops... Usually, I, I don't know. I just feel like they may have the, very well charged her Well, actually, if you look at the autopsy, the mode of death is undetermined because of uh, a couple of different factors. They didn't even call it a suicide officially. Really? Because it was so open-ended. Has she spoken about well, this at oh, all? Oh, she's, she's done with it. The thing, she's done. The thing is... She three... didn't say anything for a while, right? And then she recently kind of came out and started talking a little bit about it because we'll, we'll get into some of the autopsy discrepancies. Two... Knife wounds to himself, okay. apparently. First one was two inches. Second one was seven inches. That's not easy to do. No. No hesitation marks. But it that's was like what they the said. Was he on drugs or sober? He was completely sober. How do you... I don't know how anyone so could do that. That's the thing. Like, two inches, then seven. That is really fucking being deliberate about your suicide. Yeah. In, in the, the most unorthodox way. But they also say that the hesitation points because that's what they said is it common in suicide by stab wound there's the hesitation marks where the first couple kind of like searching stabs are done but sure. what if they were on the same mark and on his arms they're they're also they think he had or they somewhat suppose that he had uh, defensive wounds on his arms although what? I, I feel so like he had he had a kid a cut on his left arm uh cut on his right arm and then two cuts on his hands well those are defensive wounds those are defensive wounds, but he was also a cutter so he was probably slicing and dicing himself outside oh the door gosh. while Jennifer Chiba had the door locked. This is what I'm saying. He's sad. 
Uber could have saved the day if Uber was around there. Hop in one of those, maybe a Lyft, or at least some cell phones so that she could have been like, he, you're on Insta story. And I mean, then this is definitive proof that I am not the one stabbing. And you. at least according to the uh, the forensics person, apparently when you when you do an act like this, which is very rare actually to, mm-hmm. to stab yourself in the heart like that, you usually lift your shirt up or take your shirt off or expose the skin. He just went right through the clothing. Ooh. Although many of his friends say he wouldn't be caught dead with his shirt off, much like you, Ben. Really bad body, huh? He was literally every type of sad. He was every. He was all of them. He was every color oh, of the rainbow of sad. Oh, he was upset sad. about his success. He was upset about his not success before. He was upset about him dealing with his like because basically he took over the uh, engineering for his girlfriend's new album. He was both upset and not upset about that. He had oh, a lot okay. of shit going on. But well, he was he was cl- uh, clean and sober and. I think what had happened was basically he was a man without his medicine. So all of his like all the trauma that he covered up with with heroin or with alcohol was just sort of now an exposed nerve. And he got into a situation where his mental illness was rattled. Yeah. And he ultimately did what he had been trying to prevent with drugs the go, entire time. Go to the doctor what and is get it? on some medication if you need it. Well, they say it's very interesting about um, there is such a thing as manic depression. Like of when course. you go into certain levels of very deep, intense clinical depression, you can go into these waves of manic depression. Because they say a lot of the reason mm. why it's the, it's not people depressive. This was another thing. The same thing about Anthony Bourdain is that a suicide in depression a lot of times does not happen in the depths of your dis- depression. And ha- that's normally when you're immobile and can do nothing. Yeah, it's when well, you're think- coming out because it's like you get the energy mm. back. You're getting the energy back, and then you're liable to do something. Thing stupid well, I and think impulsive. that's what uh, that's what happened to Artie Lang as well. I cannot believe that man is still alive, and I hope that he I hope that he stays alive for a long time. I know you work with him on Crashing Henry, but he did a similar thing, and that's what he said when it, during his one of his manic fits, stabbed himself multiple times. All right, so that's Elliot Smith, and uh, go hey, check man. out his new hit. I don't know. Does he have a new hit? Probably not. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think that he does have a lot of sad stuff out there, and it's pretty damn sad. And we definitely did a um, a mock version of Elliot Smith for the title uh, uh, the title cards of my character special. Very good. All right, everyone. Well, I think those are some of the fun stories of this week. I don't know if fun is the right word. That's never the right word for really anything that we cover here on last podcast. On Sometimes it's stories. fun. Sometimes it's fun. But thank you all so much for listening. And I think you're going to love this week's topic on last podcast on the left proper. I will not tell you what it is, but it's, it's going to be a party. It's we'll going to be a party. You'll that. say you'll love it. Um, you know, People laugh and love all the time. They do, they do. But they sometimes um they're not they're not living. They come from the dead. They're doing it from heaven. <laughs> and that's not really doing it. I like I nope. think I said the last time was eat fuck dance. I don't know what you I try to forget this part of the show. Grip, rip, jump. That's what there you gotta it do is. this if week, you're, man. If you're, yeah, if you're cliff cliff hanging, I don't know what But cliff, sometimes I don't know. I'm living um, and I'm I'm laughing. If I'm living yes, and are. laughing, that's actually probably me at my scariest, without the yes. loving. Right, absolutely. Now, that's manic and, yes, very frightening. That's what yeah, I'm at. You want to have love, yeah. love, ladies and gentlemen. I hear it's what keeps us together. Okay, everyone, thank you all so much for listening. Find us on social media. You know where to do it. We just went over 100,000 on Instagram for last podcast on the left, um, which is so nice. So thank you all for following us we're there f- on Insta. We're finally and- valid. 
Yeah. We finally got the missing piece, Kissel. Oh. How does it feel? How does it feel to finally be fulfilled? <laughs> not does not feel anything. That's the thing with social media. I remember when I had like five thousand followers on like Twitter, and it's like, can't wait to get to ten. And then I got ten. I was like, I want fifty. You got fifty. And then it's like, it doesn't mean anything. So the I didn't get the I did not feel the reward. And then I realized um, the reward is in your heart. But that's not what on they your social media feed. Well, it's because it's how they built the fucking apps, because we got our little reward systems from our endorphin spikes. How does that feel? How does that feel? That's why I like my slot machines in Atlantic City. Well, hail All right, everyone. They hail yourselves. Thanks for listening. Beep. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay, leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.